2: Gil Alexander and Matt
1: Brown on v the Sports Betting Network. Back on Primetime Action Live from the South Point. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Ben Wilson in for Kelly Bidlin tonight. Third and five for Missouri, up three points. Third and five for the 10. There's the pass. That's going to be a fourth down. That's going to be another field goal attempt. Let's go. Ben, don't break defense for Army. You could tell some of us aren't Army. Please kick a field goal. (laughs) Don't don't go for this. Don't have second thoughts about this, New. Fourth and three. What are you doing, Mizzou? What are you going to do? Field goal unit coming on? Yes. well, I don't know. I think they're kicking a field goal. Yes. Field goal, attempt. Ben Wilson, ladies and gentlemen, who also has a uh, army on the money line here in bets with up the uh, updates rather on all the scores. What's going on? Yes.
4: Man? Who has army in bets? As he wears his yes. University of Missouri Nike warm up jacket, Benedict probably- Arnold. Proudly. Uh, yes. Harrison Mevis good from 25 yards. So I'll get I'll circle back, get an updated line on that in a second. Cause Mizzou goes up 13, seven on army, but we'll start with the NBA, uh, Boston Celtics, no Joe Johnson sighting yet. So that's oh. the moment we've been waiting for. Yes. See the 40 year old uh, Joe Johnson just signed 10 day contract today. Come back in. Celtics are up handily though. We might see him late 72 50 on the Cavs. eight minutes to go. Third quarter Celtics laying 18 and a half live 212 12 and a half year total. Magic all over the Hawks here, six to go in the third quarter, 63 45. Magic now laying 10 and a half for the game. Total in game down to 188 and a half. The Milwaukee Bucks, 47 37 over the Rockets right now, 430 to go in the second quarter. Bucks laying 10 and a half live, 216 and a half is your total. Uh, JVT was on with us earlier, gave out that Thunder plus six and a half. That's looking pretty good right now. They're end uh, late stages of the first half about to go to the locker room. 60 to 52 OKC on top of Denver. They were catching uh, six and a half there as they were heading into the locker room. It looked like the Thunder were laying two and a half alive. And it looks like they are, uh, yep, still two and a half, 217 and a half is your in game total. Uh, by the way, really good basketball game Arizona and Tennessee. Arizona, yeah. one of six undefeated teams still left. They were down huge. Uh, they were down like 22-5 to five right out of the gates in Knoxville. Now a one-point game, 66-65, three minutes to go. Tennessee who was a one-point closing favorite, laying uh, two-and-a-half live. So a, that'll be uh, really interesting to watch if that you're. finish. And uh, Mizzou, by the way, laying two-and-a-half live, now at 13-7, 53-and-a-half is your total. If you're wondering how the Hawks get down 20 points
0: to the 6-and-25 magic with uh, five minutes left in the third quarter, they shoot 31% from the floor. They shoot 27% from three, 61% from the line and 12 turnovers. That and, is how you get down 20 and are largely unrecognizable to, to a, to a six and 25 team out there. Cam
1: Reddish has 20 of their 47 points. Yeah. So like with props too. So you're a props player in the NBA with all of these absences with all these different players all the guys you know will get adjusted upwards. We were talking about what, what's John Collins, you know, what was his prop? <laughs> and he goes up to, like, 21 and a half points kind of thing. You don't find, like, you, it doesn't interest you to go in and exploit those? Yeah, it's, it's
0: well, it's, it's pretty tough, too, because, like, those get the guys, like our friends, uh, over to establish the run, our, our, our friend Adam Levitan and them, as soon as those get posted, they get hammered, like, the second that they yeah. get posted. And so it's almost impossible unless you're just sitting there waiting to, to get the the right number on those you know like the right side and and they're they've gotten so good at this that the books are are paying them pretty good respect because when they move on something lines get moved makes sense yeah numbers numbers get moved so you got to be really 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 on top of that and you know as I try to be as much as possible but just not uh, not able to get on most of those uh, Jalen Brown nine of thirteen from the floor twenty five points for him in that. Uh, And with them going up nearly 20 points on the Cavs in that game. So uh, Jalen Brown with a big game.
1: We get tweets. Kyle Sullivan uh, has tweeted this. He says, uh, love listening to VEASAN. And one of my favorite people over the years has been Gil. But I'm really getting sick of everyone on your show hating on the Pats. Last season it was the Celtics. Is this just a hate towards Boston? Patriots are always proving people wrong. He might be talking about you. He, he, He might be. You can call me the other, you can call me the other idiot
0: on the show if you'd like. Um, it is, look, it's just one of those things, right? I mean, like it's, and they have overachieved massively. I don't, if you're a, if you're a Patriots fan, like you should be sitting here not looking at this as like, oh, these guys are hating on this team. It's just, it's like, right. This was a, you know, 500 at best kind of season that, that. That everybody kind of thought. I mean, that was like the the upside for this team would be like a nine and eight season, and like that was where people thought that it would be great. Like, everyone thought the Bills were going to run away with with this division, and that has not been the case. Like it has been a very very good overachieving season, but it's you know they're they're a year away. They're a year. They're a couple of free agent signings away. Like they need a wide receiver with a pulse. They don't even have a wide receiver that can that can do anything. Like they're, you know, they got a great nucleus here. They got a great thing to build around, but it's just not there so far. This year. So not really hate, just more kind of assessing yeah. the situation, I think, yeah. objectively. And right? I don't hate Boston. I went to school there. Yeah. To um, you. Mike, uh, we got Mike Palmieri uh, tweeted in and said, Saints plus 128 to make the playoffs.
1: Oh, I saw that one too. Yeah. He
0: said um, he thinks that they have an easier path than Philly in the Vikings. Any thoughts? My problem in backing the Saints just really is the fact that we talk about some of these other teams that have no offensive firepower. This Saints team is completely devoid of any offensive firepower whatsoever. And if you want to talk about a team that cannot come back from a deficit, it would be this Saints team, maybe over any team in the NFL. Taysom Hill is a horrible, horrible,
1: horrible quarterback. I mean, he is he is so, so, so bad. And so... Do if, they take the... T- I mean, in, in yeah. New Orleans, New Orleans local media, do they take the Saints to task for that Taysom Hill contract? Oh,
0: well... All my all my people back there are just like, what in the world is going on?
1: They outbid themselves. with,
0: with this team. It's like it, they didn't have to give him any sort of extension. No. Nobody was coming for his services. Nobody. You know what we need? We need a guy who's like a seven out of ten at three positions. That's what we need. <laughs> we have players that are better at him than everything. Yeah. Listen, let me get a let me get a guy that's a seven out of ten at three different positions as opposed to going and getting a few eight and a halves. You know, I mean That's what's going on there. I don't like the Saints to to make the playoffs. I think that we could be looking at the Saints all but getting eliminated this week as well. I mean, I understand that they are slight favorites against the Dolphins. But when you look at it, I mean, I think these teams are pretty even, all things said and done. And so um, I think it could be almost donezo after this after this week as well. And then our boy Ryan Hyatt comes in with a really good question, yes, Bill, here, where he says, question. what do you believe in more when it comes to the NFL, a quarterback or a coach? What do you value more in postseason, end of season dash, a great
1: coach, or a great quarterback? Let's take the postseason part of that mm-hmm. just to sort of make it more narrow. I, I think it's the coach in the end. I mean, obviously, you have to have a competent quarterback, and quarterbacks are huge. But if you're asking me to pick one, I would say the coach, I don't know how you could parse it. I'm just saying I don't think it's a slam dunk answer to be quarterback. I think those, most people would knee-jerk to that. I just think the in-game decision-making, that's why like, I just don't trust the Dallas Cowboys come postseason, right? I think the in-game decision-making is so huge. And I think, you know, I've seen over the years many, many coaches who had inferior talent, Bill Parcells leaps to mind, the famous shortening of games, when the Giants were winning Super Bowls, when Jeff Hostetler was his quarterback, for instance, where a coach can have so much influence on a game when your talent is not necessarily up to snuff. So I would say if I had to pick one, I still think it's more of a coach's medium. Now, obviously, if you have Aaron Rodgers, it's a different story. It trumps all. But if you're asking me about mere mortals, I'd say coaches matter more.
0: Yeah, i I probably lean a little bit more towards quarterback just strictly because the way that the game has shifted over the last five or six years where it's just so incredibly pass heavy and so incredibly pass friendly. And you kinda look and it's just it's really tough to get by without the guy that can make the throws when the guy when when the team needs to make the throws. And as you mentioned, I mean like you kind of look at all these Super Bowl favorites, right? And and outside of the Patriots at the top, it's these it's these quarterbacks that's got that have dudes, you know. I mean, it's it's Mahomes, it's Rogers, it's Brady, it's Allen, it's it's Stafford, it's Dak. I mean, like all these all these teams at the top outside of the Patriots, are all the all these teams with with dudes at the quarterback position, you know. And so I just as much as we've shifted to a to a pass happy league, if you don't have that guy that kind of can exploit all the rules and exploit the, you know, third and Pass interference call that you know <laughs> team, Carson Wentz does yeah, play like these these third and pass interference calls and things and stuff like that. I mean, but it's certainly an, it's an impossible
1: question. It is answer. an impossible question because yeah.
0: at some point in a game, it will come down to one or the other, right? It will come down to a coach making either a critical decision or a quarterback having to make a critical throw at a at a given point. So like it, yeah. pretty much every game comes down to something like that. Yeah. And so, yeah you 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 need you need the dude in the situations presented really. 100%.
1: That's a good question, though. It is,
0: it is a really, really good question. But you, you, you start to look back at these at these Super Bowl champions, and there are certainly exceptions to the rule. But, I mean, going back as far as, like, you know, 2009, this was when Ben Roethlisberger was still good, obviously. You know, so you go Roethlisberger, then New Orleans won the Super Bowl. That had Breeze, Green Bay, Rodgers. Now, whether or not you think that Eli's good or not, I, I, I would venture to say Back then, Eli was a good, I mean, 2012 version of Eli was a good quarterback, right? I mean, like, Giants win, Eli, Seattle, you know, you're getting, you're getting Russell Wilson. Denver, I mean, okay, I get it. The
1: noodle arm Peyton Manning season, that was odd. But you, I've, I've said many times, you, you generally have to have a Hall of Fame quarterback or a quarterback overperforming his rookie deal to win a Super Bowl. And the last real exceptions, and again, we can debate Eli Manning, Nick Foles doesn't count because they really had Carson Wentz yeah. over performing on a rookie contract. But the last examples bucking that are really Brad Johnson in 2002 and Trent Dilfer in 2000. That's how far back you have to go to really have that bucked. Yeah, Carson Wentz, Ryan Tannehill, a bunch of guys will try to buck it this year. But that's generally what has to happen in the NFL, at least in modern history. But uh, I guess the bigger question would be what sport is the biggest coach's medium? I would would throw that back as the question. In other words, is the NFL most influenced by coaches or is it like college basketball? It's probably still the NFL though, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. We'll come back. We'll look at the uh, markets for number one seeds in both the AFC and the NFC. And a little later on, the fewest wins market. We'll do that coming up. VEASAN's primetime action live from the South Point.
3: The
1: Sports Betting Network. Sign up for a PlayCard debit MasterCard. Get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit playcard.com today to apply. Subject to card activation and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Card issued by MetaBank NA, member FDIC. Mizzou up on Army, thirteen to seven. Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, two twenty and counting. Left in the second period. Mizzou with the ball. And a new set of downs for the Tigers, who are having no problem moving the ball against Army. None whatsoever. And they're trying to uh, get into a scoring range. They're thinking touchdown at this point, but uh, definitely trying to get it at least in field goal range here before the end of the half. Under two minutes left in this one. Now, second and one, still on their side of the field, but nearing midfield. Not looking good for our Army bets, by the way. Not feeling good.
4: But I will say, I... I did not go in game on Missouri simply because they have already had three defensive starters leave this game yes. with injury, yes. and they were three of the four most experienced players they had active.
1: Two on one play, I believe.
4: Yes, two on two on one Knocked play. Knocked into so, each other. The fact that they've also settled, I mean, they've run the ball down Army's throats, and they've had to settle for two field goals, so I did not jump in on Mizzou live. I'm going to stick it out for now, but uh, I don't think we're on the right side, at least uh, for the not first Not so
1: far we're not. By the way, Army like has thrown two passes. I might have that wrong, but the first one was... Beautiful. It was downfield. Well, I it was like f- a yeah. nice downfield. I was like, just keep, maybe you should do that, Army. Maybe change up your identity. 120 left. Mizzou taking its time. There's a little flea flicker. Flea flicker. Is anything available? Yes. Wide open down the middle of the field. First and 10 at the uh, Army 26 now for Mizzou. Plenty of time. Mizzou's got their full allotment of timeouts, so they don't even need to rush at this point. All right, let's look at number one seed, odds. These are great. Love that DraftKings put the, puts these up, both in the AFC and the NFC. Right now, we'll look at the AFC first. The Chiefs, 10-4. and four. The Patriots and Titans, the number 2 and 3 seeds currently at 9-5. 10 teams in the AFC have 6 or 7 losses. I still can't get over that. It's unbelievable. The Chiefs are minus 280 because they're going to be solid favorites. Well, not the second game, but they're going to be solid favorites in games 1 and 3 of the remaining 3 games, weeks 16 and 18. Week 17, they'll be a favorite, but not by much, not as much. So they're minus 280. I mean, that's a pretty significant favorite here.
0: It really is, especially when you look at what the Patriots have left, right? I mean, if they, I mean, they are favorite, whether you believe they should be or not. They are, they are favored this week and are going to be significant favorites the last two
1: weeks of the year, uh, of the the year. And I would say the same thing. If you think the Titans are going to beat the Niners, the Titans probably have it easy the rest of the way too. So that's minus 280 is a lot for that bet. Yeah, I would not. I would
0: not. Especially considering we don't know who they're going to have this week as well,
1: too. Talking about the Chiefs, right? Because we don't know about Tyreek Hill. We don't know about Travis Kelsey. We can speculate, but you know about speculation this week. It hasn't really worked out. We'd be like, oh, they'll get Kelsey and Hill back because it was early enough in the week. Again, we, we heard that Baker Mayfield was trending in the right yeah. direction. We heard that Taylor Heineke was trending in the right direction. You just can't predict these things.
0: And, and the other thing that's a little bit worrisome, I think, as well, is with these teams, and I have no idea what what's going on with Kansas City, but like these teams that tend to have these, like, two or three guys, it, it, we've seen, like, a couple of other guys get added, like, along the way, right? Sure. So, like, it's one of those deals where it's like, yeah, it's it's Kelsey and, and Tyreek Hill now, what about tomorrow? Like we have seen these teams where four or five other guys get ended up added throughout the course of the week. And so it's yeah, no, no way in the world you could bet the, no way you could bet the chiefs right there. I mean, they, they, if they're going to have their two top playmakers down against the Steelers. I mean, yeah, the Steelers are, are terrible, but it's the chiefs are, the chiefs are Kelsey and Hill. I mean, like that's, yeah that's, I mean, that's who that team is. I mean, they're the chiefs are Kelsey
1: and Hill. If they're not going to be out there. It's a, it's not even the same team. By the way, Justin Powell of Tennessee at the line. Tennessee up three with 2.6 oh, seconds left. He misses the first. The bright lights. Just got to make one him. of these, kid. The pressure gets to him. Powell will get a second shot. He sinks it, and Arizona will more than likely fall from the ranks of the undefeated. They'll be down four with 2.6 seconds left. and They'll have to go full court. But you know who's not going to fall from the ranks of the undefeated? LSU. The LSU fighting Tigers. And Powell hits the second, and that should do it for Arizona's undefeated record. And why? Why are you taking a foul? Fa- Tennessee's players try to take a foul up for? They didn't give them the foul. That's the ball game. 73 Tennessee is your final. and Arizona falls to eleven and one. Vols get the, uh, the home win. Vols top twenty. Excuse me. Vols top twenty team as well. Ben Wilson doesn't get his his wish. No, wanted Arizona to uh, remain undefeated. Did you have a bet there on Arizona?
4: Oh no! I, I have. I'll be calling one of their games later in oh. the year. I was just for very pure selfish reasons, hoping you know, for added storylines, they'd be Got undefeated going into that game. But
1: you're rooting so, for storylines. I understand. Hey, you know, so we do. So, is there a bet in this AFC number one uh, market that you would make here? Three weeks left. We. I love that these are up. I don't think they're the the
0: numbers really. I mean the 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 only team with like the super the super direct line it, they're they're still too far down I mean like so Cincinnati obviously not would have to knock off the Chiefs along the way mm-hmm. and obviously then that gives the Chiefs a loss and then the, so they're gaining like this full game on them and all that but they're they're too far down I mean
1: it it would need to be if to me the best bet is Tennessee if you're if you're like me and you think they they could beat the Niners tomorrow night that's the best bet in the terms of the number because they will win the tiebreaker. Um, and that bet is obviously also, you know, you're hoping for hoping, we hope everybody's safe, but we're hoping if you make that bet that Hill and Kelsey will not be able to go for Kansas city. And
0: and I think the same could be said if you think that the Patriots hold serve against the bills, right?
1: Not as sexy a number though. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, NFC much more clustered at the top. The five teams that we've been saying for two months are going to make the playoffs and really haven't been threatened at any turn. But this is for the number one seat. Green Bay with the one-game edge over the rest of these teams. Dallas, Tampa Bay, Arizona, and the Rams. Obviously, Tampa Bay now with injuries, significant ones. Green Bay minus 330. Home Browns, home Vikings at Detroit. There's a reason why they're minus 330. I don't think you can bet any other team here, could you? I do not think so. I think this is pretty, yeah.
0: this is pretty, this is pretty locked in, I think, at this point. I do too. I mean, it's,
1: it's yeah. I mean, it's just super tough, right? I think so. I wouldn't even get into the game of if you had to make a bet. I wouldn't even yeah. do that because I I, don't, I think it's Green Bay's, obviously. Mizzou with another field goal. By the way, sixteen to seven is what they're going to go into the uh, locker room with a nine point lead. Sixteen to seven, Tigers. Oh goodness! Oh goodness, Gil. What? What happened? Uh oh. On the
0: if you want to if we're if we're going to talk. If we are going to talk snubs.
1: Uh Uh-oh. What do we miss? If we're going to talk snubs here. Did uh, Justin Tucker not make the Pro Bowl or something? The, from what I'm looking down
0: right here, is this real life? Oh, okay. He did. They they have him listed. Okay. They put him at linebacker. Okay. I was like. Did Micah Parsons oh, did not? Parsons oh, yeah, I'm like, make did he Pro not? Bowl. Did he not make the Pro Bowl? But they put him at linebacker. Okay, so they didn't put him at defensive end. They put him at. Imagine you made the Pro Bowl at the at the position
1: you weren't supposed to play.
0: Yeah, they put him at linebacker, which he's played less linebacker than he's played defensive end this year. But that, that's fine. Whatever. If you want to, since he's technically listed as a linebacker,
1: I guess that's. Did Mizzou try to go onside kick there on the last kick of the half? It went like pseudo yeah. squib. On oh, okay.
4: uh, it was like 20 yards downfield. So that they man. were they were going with the bang it off the up man, maybe recover. Cause they have, they have a ridiculous field goal kicker, right? But they did not recover. So clock. halftime, 16,
1: seven clock ran out anyway, 16, seven Mizzou. So he, so Michael Parsons makes the pro bowl at a position he wasn't intended to be at.
4: That he, that he really didn't.
0: Yeah. That he really didn't play all that much this year, but you know, that was out of necessity. He had to play defensive end. Um, so, I guess since he's technically listed as a linebacker, that's where they're as going. As good
1: play. as Micah Parsons was at Penn State, and he was great, did you think he would be this player in the no, pros? No. I didn't either. I, I, I thought it was a spectacular pick for Dallas because
0: their their defense has been so horrible. Remember, for, he for,
1: he opted out of his yeah, last year. The I thought it was a
0: spectacular year. pick for them because their defense has been so bad for so long that you knew. I mean, he was going to upgrade what that defense was for sure, but to have the impact that he has on every single game right now, I... No, no idea that he was going to be able to do that.
1: I didn't either. Like, and he he was the uh, of of a pretty subpar hard knocks with the Dallas Cowboys. He was probably the highlight of it. Yeah, it was better than seeing Dak just get upset that he wasn't being allowed to play. We but, learned that he really likes chess. Yes, but Michael was great because he was just so. When he would sit on the bench, he'd be so antsy about it. He'd be like, "Ah, I want to play, kid. We need you to rest here. We don't need you to get hurt every single player." We so do, we do have a. Uh,
0: one NBA game still to go tonight, a 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific Clippers-Kings game. Of course, the Raptors-Bulls game was postponed. Clippers and Kings right now, Clippers are 4 to 4.5 point road favorites in that one. The Kings um, the Kings have this total sitting at a two two sixteen 216.5 all the way up to 217.5. So, again, you want to play the over or the under, be sure and shop around a little bit. Full point difference out there
1: as far as the total goes. All right, we'll come back, we'll look at as promised, the NFL fewest wins market. Who will end up with the fewest wins? Hotly contested. The 2 and 12 Jaguars, the 2 11 and 1 lines and the 3 and 11 Jets and the 3 and 11 Texans. By the way, in your power rankings, who was 32, 31 and 30?
0: 30, 30 the the Texans have moved up. It is uh it is the the Jags are now 32. 32? The
1: yeah. They earned it. leave it to the Texans. We'll come back. We'll do that next. Vicence Primetime action.
2: Live at primetime
1: action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on V-CEN, the Sports Betting Network. Back on primetime, live from the South Point. Gil, Matt, Ben Wilson and for Kelly Bidlin. No read, no, no read. Did you want to talk about what you talked about off air? Did you want to talk about that on air? Or no? no read, no. Read?
0: No, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we can talk about, you know, we'll talk about this and then we can, it'll, it'll dovetail.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. Um, so we're going to do the uh, fewest wins of the regular season market. Let's throw these up because Ben has a uh, a thought on this. Right now, the Jacksonville Jaguars even money. They are your favorite to suck the most. Yes, I believe is the way you phrase that. And they have uh, they have lived up to that. Oh, they have earned it. Yes. At the Jets, at the Pats, home against the Colts, they are dogs against the Jets. That would appear to be the only possibly winnable game down the stretch here. Lions, as you see that at plus one ten, they're two eleven and one. Lions are feisty, though, man. Lions playing good football. Then the Jets at plus 750, and the Texans at plus 800, 8-1 on the uh, Texans. Ben, you were making the case that there could be some value on the Jets.
4: Yes, and uh, Isaiah Wrinkle feels the same way. Isaiah Von Wrinkle. Von Wrinkle. Von Von Wrinkle helping run the show downstairs. Well, and what's interesting, so this number has not changed since we built this graphic midday today. That is despite the fact that now you look at the Jaguars-Jets matchup, what, 15 players on the, on the Jets in the COVID list, plus head coach Robert Sala. The line has gone from Jets minus three. Uh, MGM here in town has Jaguars minus one now. So if, you, if the Jets lose to the Jaguars in this game in a COVID-depleted spot, they would then have the, the quote-unquote loser tiebreak going forward. You then have games against the Buccaneers and Bills, who are right. going to be in must-win spots going going forward. I, look, Detroit. Uh, you mentioned feisty. I think that's a very good word to describe them. Thank you. Would it surprise you if they beat a, a e- winning even two of those three games? If if they beat, I'll tell a, you this. Potentially, they're gonna,
0: they're gonna, if they, if golf tests out, then they're going to beat the Falcons. Meaning, is able to play.
4: Yes.
1: He, he, we, have to, we have to define everything that we say now. Tests out means test out of protocol. Test out of, yeah. COVID,
0: of of COVID protocol. And that being yeah. said, this is going to be a – I think this golf thing is going to be a very, very big kind of litmus test for us as to how easy it may or may not be to test out of the COVID protocol moving forward with some of these guys because it is now two days in a row that they have gone out of their way to say that Jared Goff feels completely fine. Like, Like they're saying, P.S., he is completely fine. You're, so, you're you're trying to
1: say it's a subtle message of of like if th- this, if this some, yeah,
0: if this whole len- if, if if this whole policy is supposed to be more lenient to the guys that are asymptomatic and yeah. come back with it, like he feels fine. Doesn't even have a sniffle. Yeah, like just so you
1: know, he feels fine. So we'll we'll see how that all how that all goes. I would like to uh to just I don't want to leave what Ben was saying. Hey, I hear what you're screaming, Ben Wilson. Like, I think that's that's pretty good. I, I would think the plus 70 on the Jets is a much finer bet than the even money on the Jaguars for the reasons they did. Both of them have their second and third games where they're probably not going to win, right? Tough opponents in both week 17 and week 18 for both. And it really would come down to, with apologies to the Lions, it really would come down to this game this weekend. So if you think the Jets lose this and you think the Lions are feisty, by the way, the Texans might lose out though too. They're always there, but I think they're the, going to lose out.
0: The yeah. Texans are going to lose out for sure because the, those all three of those teams are. There's every incentive they got to play through. Like, like
1: <laughs> the dead heat on this market. Yeah, I dead heated on fewest wins. Hey,
4: I have a fewest wins. Yeah, I need this to dead heat
1: very yeah.
0: badly.
4: I want to sweep all of these Texans bets. The only point the I would make on, on the Lions, too, is that the Packers, and we mentioned earlier how there's not much value there. They're minus 330. Part of that the reason it's baked in, they have the tie break. So if the Packers win their next two games, they could just sit everybody week 18 against Detroit. That's also a, a possibility that's out there.
1: Yeah, by the way, we should point out, because, it's, because it is worded have fewest wins, tiebreakers would not be applicable for the grading of mm-hmm. this bet. So it would just be a dead heat situation. It would just be a dead yeah. heat, yeah. And which is why the...
0: Which is why the the Texans are you know whatever plus eight hundred and all, all, all that. But, right. Um, listen, I need the I need this to be a de- <laughs> I said before we started. I said my the Texans best were my favorite you best your, I've ever made in, in any, any whole life yes. ever in my whole life. Unless they win, unless they unless they win out, I'm going to win at least one of them Ke- because Kelly, I have the five and a half.
1: Kelly and I did. We didn't say this behind your back. We said it to your yeah. face. But we just want to repeat. Kelly and I would think it would be very amusing. If the Texans somehow got their fourth win and made you, yes. <laughs> made you sweat out, I know. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, sure. I, like they
0: they have to win out for me to lose all of them.
1: Yes, that is not, going to, not going to happen. That's not going to happen.
0: So it's Brandon Cooks is in COVID for God's sake. Yeah, sakes. I mean, so I've got that at least. I need I need this to be. I said they were my favorite bets I've ever made in my whole life. I need this to manifest. I, I like. Do not do me dirty here, Texans, and figure something out. Over that the last would, three that would be an
1: all timer. Oh. That would be an all-timer if you figured out a way to lose that.
0: And against these three teams who are all fighting for playoffs and or seeding in the playoffs. Especially if they didn't have
1: Cooks or Fairbairn. Yeah, I mean. Uh. That would be. I don't even want to think. Hilarious. Uh, I don't even want to think. I don't want is there a you to lose it. scenario
4: where Tennessee has like, say, these, like they win the division because they've got the tie break and like the third seed, like they can't move out of the three spot and then they just have no incentive to play guys week 18. Is there a possibility there?
1: They would also not have, in that scenario, they would also not be able to get the number one seed. So right. I suppose there is, but it's probably unlikely. Where they would, where they would thread that needle to the point where they wouldn't have anything to play for in week 18. But that's all. But that is, I hear what you're going for. You're yeah. just trying to figure out if there's a. That's scenario. the beauty
4: of the uh, ESPN NFL playoff machine, which I yes. will now do in, over the next five minutes and figure out Please if that them. is possible.
1: Okay, thank yeah. you
0: very much. Yeah, I mean, there's. I think that's. A, look, I'm only worried right now about this. Uh, about this Texans' future So even offense. that were to be the case, I just need the. I just need the Chargers and the 49ers to handle business, and then I'm I'm fine even if they do, but I, uh, I just need them to handle business. I'll be fine.
1: I love that this market is up. Yeah. I love that these are available.
0: And and so we were, we were were saying on the break. And so, yeah, these are not necessarily stuff you're, you're running to the, to the book to bet, but they put up today, adjusted, adjusted player futures with only three weeks left in the season. Right. And, most passing yard market is up. Most passing touchdown market is up. Most rushing touchdown market is up. Most receiving touchdown market is up. They also have just these, like, special ones because it is a 17-game season, right? And so the the record-breaking odds are up. You know, will there be any player to break regular season passing yards? Will the, will the, anyone break the regular season receiving yard record? Will any player break the regular season reception record? Uh, rushing yard record. They also have sack record and all of that. So, I mean, like... They're all up again. They're not stuff that you're you're running to 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 the window to bet. But the fact that they continue to add these markets well into the season, there's only, I mean, there's only three weeks left in the season, and they're adding the stuff. I love into,
1: into the deal, and I'll say what what you 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 are not voicing, which is, and other spots that would throw stones at that sort of yeah. thing should probably not do that, because what it does is it 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 sort of forgets a very big tenet of sports books, which is. While most sports books are not huge profit centers of casinos, they are a sliver mm-hmm. of the pie. From a marketing standpoint, and by the way, it's the foundation of this network, right? From a marketing standpoint, they are huge because people don't talk about your slot machine experience. They talk about sports bets. Yep. And so it, it, by, by throwing stones at, at other spots that provide all of these markets, you know, oh, what are their limits? First of all, we don't know if their limits are low, right? But... If you always want to be that, you're, you're kind of missing a big point about all of this. Yeah, and 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 again, there's the hardcore sports
0: better is already a customer, It's already a client, is Correct. already a participant. That's all this right. stuff, like so, stuff like this is yeah, it might be geared more towards recreational betters, and might be geared more towards people who aren't taking it, you know, quite as seriously and stuff. But you know, listen. We talk about it. it's entertainment value to a lot of people. You put $10 down on will the regular season sack record get broken at five to one and you turn your 10 bucks into 50 and you feel like you won a million dollars to a lot of people, you know, and, and so it's it costs. $50 to go to the movies. You know, I mean, like sometimes you can do this for entertainment. You know, like, like it's, there's a 0% ROI when you go to the movies, right? And like that's going to cost you $50. And it's like you can put down $20 on something like this. It's an entertainment thing and entertainment value. And there is a chance for ROI, there is a chance for your return on investment. And so, you know, I just, that, that stuff has always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I just, I, I, there, there's a spot for everybody, right? There's yeah. a spot for everyone.
1: There, there's, a, there's a spot for everyone, right? In all this. And all, I, I, yeah. There's a spot for everyone, and I'm not so sure why it just uh puts a burr in the saddle of some. I hey, guess is a burr that. in the bonnet. That's right. A
0: burr in the bonnet. <laughs> bonnet. Are you are you so you're betting the Jets seven fifty is what I That's you're
1: what saying. I'm
4: hearing. Yeah. Oh Isaiah's betting everything on, on that, yes.
1: Vaughn Vrinkel, who is uh, directing this here program. Well, he's probably betting all the money he won playing
4: air hockey. Oh Actually, I I beat him seven six in a game where Isaiah Five of the seven points I won were where were, were he just outsmarted himself and accidentally scored own goals. It was
1: remarkable. Sort of how Wishnev, how I won those bets on Wishnev against you in tennis. I'm still bitter about that. just outsmarted yourself. <laughs>
4: and he and he will not and he still doesn't want to talk about the fact that I bet on myself in game and I won the in game bet. But Todd doesn't want to. I won sure. all
1: my bets that day, all the pre flop on you, and then when I shifted to him because the rules changed. Yeah, it was a beautiful betting experience. I'm still kind of bitter.
4: Yeah. I don't know how you let that happen. I'd, what, 20 unforced errors? Yeah.
1: yeah, it's a lot of unforced errors. Should've I, I sensed it coming. Should have played right handed, Ben. Anyway, if you're wondering, hey, do these guys bet on recreational activities? The answer is yes.
0: Yeah. The answer is yes. Guilty as charged. You, were you not here for the eggnog challenge?
1: <laughs> you're still bitter about that. Oh,
0: we're going to make him do that again for us. Brutal. Brutal.
1: Got it done. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up. Update all the scores. It is VEASAN's primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip in Las Vegas.
4: Finding the right news podcast
2: can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too.
3: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal
3: podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board.
2: This is Uncanny USA.
3: He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the sports
1: betting network. We have a new prop tracker now available at VEASAN.com. Tracking props! For you to keep up with key NFL props, head to VEASAN.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at VEASAN.com slash NFL. I feel like you got shortchanged on currency exchange tonight.
0: I only got to do it once. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't run... Our, our promos very much tonight, huh. which is huh. which is unfortunate. That is uh, the the prop tracker, though we should say, fully endorsed by one Kelly Bidlin. Uh, ben, do you also endorse the prop tracker?
4: One hundred percent. Okay. Yes. So not produ-
0: find two, that two, two, sincere at all. Two for two on the producers' <laughs> yeah. endorsements. Yes, that one was incredibly weak. Yes.
1: Okay. Kelly did this effusive, natural, organic thing where he used it and all that. I think he just put Ben on the spot. You know what I it was?
0: Mean, is boy. I don't think he's getting the Bidlin bucks. Oh, that's, what you know, it is. Oh, that's like, what like Bidlin gets like the endorsement box. And I don't yeah. think you get the Bidlin box. Ben, I guess we should update all the
1: scores. Probably one more time. I guess we should. Yeah.
4: One, one more time. S- saddest development of the night. No, uh, no, Joe Johnson sighting. And, and they did not, not have to go to him in Boston.
1: Joe Johnson, who was drafted by the Celtics originally before Tom Brady ever won a Super Bowl.
4: Amazing. His, Incredible. The, the span of time in between his stints with Boston were longer than all but five players' NBA careers in league That's history. That's amazing. And he did not get in tonight, but the Celtics are running away with this. Actually, this game just went off the board. They didn't 105-91. They so didn't need him. Coast, coast job for the Celtics tonight. Two minutes left in that game. Um, they also just took off Magic and Hawks uh, off the board. That's 99-90. Magic going to get the win. They were up huge in this game. One minute left in that one. As for games, you can bet right now the bucks and rockets 7966 bucks without Giannis and dennis coupon tonight they do have though chris middleton and drew holiday and they are laying 11 and a half live in game 4 minutes to go in the third quarter with a 221 and a half total and uh, a the the play that uh, our guest jonathan von tubo gave out earlier Coast job for the Thunder, eighty nine sixty seven. John George Tobel on, on top nuggets. of his pick tonight. Laying J- 16 and a half G- live. Uh, G- JVT T- had that uh, plus six and a half. How about that? 10-14 to go in the fourth quarter. 201 and a half live. And then uh, Clippers-Kings, as we mentioned, that is tipping just after 10 on the East Coast. Clippers laying four at the moment at DraftKings, 217 is your total. And in the uh, college football game, they did just kick off starting the third quarter. Army with the ball just shy of midfield down to Missouri. 16-7, Mizzou laying uh, three and a half points on the live market. One uh, quick college basketball score. They are an ACC play now. Virginia Tech up at Cameron Indoor, 36-32, just uh, toward the end of the first half. Duke laying two and a half or three and a half live, depending on your book.
1: Conference play nationwide at this point?
4: For majority of the conferences. Majority yes. of the conferences, yeah.
1: January full, full conference schedule. You bet in college basketball this early or usually wait?
4: Not really. Uh, I'm I normally a, once you get to like February, like post, post NFL, post Australian yeah. Open, once the the dust settles. That's my
1: dude right there. Yeah. Post Australian Open. You excited for the Australian Open?
4: We were, uh. Yeah,
1: let's not talk about
0: it. We're, 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 like, yeah. we're just talking about some things. Yeah,
1: let's not talk about you it. Yeah, we're just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: bet's not in yet. No, no, bet's not in yet.
1: We're no, talking no.
0: about some things, and then yeah. we'll and then we'll and then we'll talk. Yeah, about we'll things. talk about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Tennis's first major of the year. Soon enough. It's been a nice little uh, little respite. Um, what, uh, what was a great tennis season betting wise? Uh, okay, so sixteen to seven here, Mizzou over Army. Twelve, twelve. Left in the third quarter. Army trying to uh, matriculate the ball down the field. Just shy of midfield. Down nine here in this one. As uh, the Army uh, offense has been quite good, but the Army defense, not so much. Not so much at all. The and, opposite of good. The opposite of good. Ungood, I believe is how you call it. What, so, again, we do this every night. So, Friday night, we will be here, by the way, for mm-hmm. Christmas Eve. So, there is a bowl game in Hawaii. We will obviously have that on for those of you who want to join us. Because I know that's what a, you want to do on Christmas Eve is be with us here. So I'm we,
0: going to wear a stupid jacket. On. Are you? Yeah. Christmas Eve? Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm gonna wear a stupid jacket on Christmas. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And we will also have our, our NFL injury and COVID reports yeah. for every we'll, single we'll game. We'll run through
0: everything. We got a yeah. couple of, you know,
1: got a couple games on Saturday that we'll go through.
0: Yeah. I play, we, you know, have plays on them. What like, else you're, do, you have plays as what well. What else do we on, have to on, do? Yeah, on yeah. the Saturdays and stuff and uh, we'll go through the Sunday thing as well. You know. you, maybe, maybe you tune I know you don't have to go to work the next day. You probably didn't go to work on Christmas Eve as it was anyway. You probably be start tipping them back about, you know, one or two in the afternoon.
1: <laughs> tipping them back. Just go ahead. Go ahead and tune in. <laughs> Tweet at us. I want to, let's get some sloppy tweets coming. What in. do you think? Let's, let's, let's set a line for this. What do you think the over under on number of listeners we will have Christmas Eve? I'm just going to, I'm going to set it pretty low oh, at 174,000. Wide receiver, wide open. How, what are you just one hundred and seventy-four thousand. Just 174000 seventy-four thousand that yeah. night. Yeah, boy, that's a weak night. Yeah, one hundred seventy-four thousand. Okay, Ben's not going to be one of them. No, Ben is going to be in uh, near Traverse City, Michigan, somewhere. Uh, Where are you
4: going again? Iron Iron Mountain, Michigan, Iron is the Mountain. regional airport. I am st- are, taking a my private My parents jet. are in Spread Eagle, Wisconsin, a lovely incorporated township, just on the border of the Upper Peninsula of Michigan.
1: Name of the town is really Spread Eagle. Yeah. Spread Eagle, Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm just gonna act like that's nothing. else. <laughs> <That's>, in- <laughs> Spread Eagle, Wisconsin, huh? Wow, that's, that's gonna and that's gonna leave that hanging. Yep. Um,
0: that's, that's, well, all right. And uh, uh, what yeah. were what, what those scores again, Ben? Yeah, back to the scores. Anything <laughs> yeah, else happened? Were those, what are those scores
1: again? Think, I'm sure there were. So, so you have a or, lot of scores <laughs> for Week 16. You have the Christmas Day teaser. We should repeat that I do. for those who missed I it. do
0: have the Christmas Day teaser. So, uh, still available if you want to play it. I mean, you know, I I understand it's fairly scary to play anything right now with with all these situations. But there is a there is a one and a half still available on the Colts out there at one of the books. And so if you wanted to play where I'm going to be playing on Saturday, I have the Packers down to a point and a half. I took the Colts up to eight. I had a two. There's still a point and a half. You can still get them to seven and a half. Getting them on, top, on, on the other side of that seven is still what we're trying to do here. Getting through the three and the seven. There is, there's a lot, I think, to like about this matchup with the Colts and the Cardinals, mainly because the Cardinals have not been able to stop the run all year long, and we know that the Colts are very, very efficient at running the football. So really do like that matchup for this Colts team. And then the Packers, look, This is I'm done doubting this Packers team. Yeah. I'm done wondering how they get it done. I'm done wondering how Devontae Adams continues to get open when he's the only guy that they really need to cover I'm done all I'm done with all of that I have no idea who's going to be out there for the Browns I do know whoever is out there for the Browns they hadn't been able to be in the facility and they haven't been able to practice with the team and however long now because you can't do that whenever you're on the COVID list and all that so I mean even if they do come back it's going to be a bunch of guys hadn't practiced in forever and haven't uh haven't been able to to get out there and, and really prep for this game at all so yeah I I like that one a lot and and you know, again, I did end up playing the the Bills um in a teaser as well and taking it up to eight and a half. I think I that, love that too. I think that I, this is a single score game no matter what. And it's a super low total, all the way down to to forty three and a half at this point. And so I, I really do. I, I like that one a ton. And outside of that, really just the the Cincinnati plays the only other one for me. I know Mr. Dr. Eric Eager doesn't agree with me on that one, but I'm uh, I I I took the two and a half and look, the lines moved in my favor a little bit. It's it's up to three.
1: He liked did he like the Ravens? He didn't he liked like the teaser, he, he leg, the of the teaser leg of the Ravens, right? Yeah. He liked the Bears was his side. The Bears was the side um Bears
0: and Seahawks. I did play the under as you know we talked about on the show last uh, or was it last night? Yes, last night. So I did play the under on that one um at 44 it has it has fallen a little bit. There are 43 and a halves still available out there. I mean, look, if you've watched this either one of these teams play over the last month of this I mean, I Goodness gracious, where are the points coming from in that game? Like, yeah. where are the points coming from in that thing? So, I, I played the under 44. The four, like I said, 43 and a half still available out there if you wanted to play the under in that thing.
1: Talking about the Ravens Bengals game, no, in that Bears Seahawks. Bears Seahawks, that's yeah. what I thought. So, the Bears Seahawks is Bears Seahawks. I agree with you. Uh, and this is bad form, I'm not trying to mm-hmm. uh, to question the guest uh, picks, but I do, I, I was marveling at Dr. Eric Eager's. Confidence in the Bears plus the points, and I get it. It's a lot of points against a Seahawks team that's not scaring anybody. But boy, after watching the Bears on what was that Monday? Now well, all the thing is, 10 ten three covers. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, but well, it pushes, I guess, if you have the seven. Yeah, you know, Oh, know, 3 on the Seahawks would cover, correct? Yeah. Yes, and and if and if I came, to, <laughs> if we if we go into the future down, I'm like, hey, guess what? The final score was ten three. You wouldn't be surprised not, at all, in
0: the least bit. Yeah, like like at all, at all. You know, I mean, it's just. And and I don't look Justin Fields. I think will be fine over time. This this team is just all kinds of discombobulated. And, and the coaching staff they all know that they're out of town when this is all you know when this season's over. Matt Nagy's a lame duck right now. So it, <laughs> Pete Carroll should be a lame duck, but he won't be. No, but he should be. Yeah, a lame duck in this thing. So yeah, those are the only bets I have in the account right now. And I don't know if really anything's going to change much unless there's just some some massive news come down the down the pike.
1: Yeah, I don't, it's it's not a uh, it's not a slate that I loved. I loved last week, so I love the Colts last week. I love the Bengals against the Broncos. This is one where I, I think the Lions might be my favorite side bet. Which I don't know. I just think that's way too many points. We'll see if Jared Goff is uh, a, a, able to play. Can't believe I'm saying that that matters a lot because six weeks ago I might have said it doesn't matter if it's Jared Goff playing or not. But it it certainly matters. I think it does. Yeah, uh, we've done all we can do. Good luck with your bets the rest of the night, Army at least in field goal range already, Try to get into the end zone, trying to cut this nine-point deficit against Mizzou. Let's go. Let's get it done, Army. Uh, nightcap is next. Tim Murray, Scott Seidenberg tonight over there at Circa. Enjoy. Good luck with the rest of your wages. We'll talk to you tomorrow night at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
2: From BBC Radio 4.
0: Zumo Play.